0: Due to the ignorance of our host, parental discretion is advised. This episode is brought to you by Rocky Mountain Trucking. An up-and-coming trucking company is ready with a flatbed trailer to haul your cargo anywhere in the country. That's right. With a license to travel anywhere in the lower 48, we can assure you there is no low, too high or too low. Rocky Mountain Trucking will haul it all. Worry about your load being damaged. Rocky Mountain Trucking will cover it with its own insurance so you can lean back and relax while your exci- while your expected cargo is being shipped to you. Do you want Rocky Mountain Trucking to take care of your load so you don't have to? Just call 801-845-6871. That's 801-845-6871 and ask for Logan. Working seven days a week, making sure your shipment gets to its destination safely rocky mountain trucking 801-845-6871 once again that's 801-845-6871 and tell logan you heard about him on the other side of the beehive we are also brought to you by happiest cbd hey guys listen if you're looking for the number one place to go for premium cbd products that won't break the bank i'm here to tell you the happiest is the place and they got something for everyone Whether it's the roll-on for your joints or you need to get the day started right and also get those eight hours of sleep, Happiest has got you covered. Also, they are THC-free. Listen, you guys know me. I'm a construction worker, just as a construction worker. The last thing we need is to have a dirty piss test. Well, not with Happiest. Happiest is work safe, and they are proud of it. Locally owned, locally sourced, Happiest CBD. And now, for the listeners of the other side of the Beehive, you get 10% off a promo code Beehive. That's right, 10% off with the promo code Beehive when you go to HappiestMED, that's happiestmed.com to get your CBD fixings. Everyone here at the podcast, I can't stress this enough, everyone here at the podcast uses these products, and we back them up. Go to happiestmed.com, that's happiestmed.com, and type the promo code Beehive for 10% off your order. How about you boys. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, everybody, welcome to the party today. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's hey, big.
0: Jonathan King. Jonathan King. What's up? Is it King your last name? King, is yeah. Is really your name? Yeah, Trujillo King. That's the badass name. Thank you. R- you know who Robert Trujillo is? Yeah. You know who, who Danny is? Danny Trujillo? Yeah. Or
1: Danny Trejo? Oh, Danny yeah. Trujillo. I got... Okay. Oh, oh, my cousins. Get out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 30 seconds and you already Danny Trejo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Now, so, uh, who's Robert Trujillo? Uh, Robert Trujillo? Oh, I have two uncles named Robert Trujillo and he's Sam the bass player for
0: Metallica oh yes yeah, yeah, yeah. yes yes no I've been he's asked a, I didn't yeah, know he's either he's like yeah one of my uncles yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah.
1: now I've been asked that a couple times actually yeah when then Metallica they're just going like are you related and I'm just kind of like <laughs> probably yeah because there's only one Trujillo and yeah all. yeah there's only one yes yes yeah. oh he, god I think he's
0: half Mexican too
1: I've been told that I've been told that like two or three times this week of just saying like, if anybody asks you, it's the artist thing where they say like can you do this yes yes Yes, I can. Yes, I can. But listen, man, I've I've been wanting to have you here for a while. Thank you. I've been asking
0: you forever. I mean, which never uh, came uh, to to make it a solid thing. But yeah. You are the manager of the hub. Yep. The uh, Utah Arts Alliance. Yep. I've been seeing that thumb everywhere. Oh, yeah. Uh, all your photos. It's easier to communicate a photo with photos. <laughs> Some. Um,
1: f- for fixing something, then it's always easy just to kind of go, like, we fixed it. But then like, you take a picture, like, hey, see, it's done. <laughs> so, But uh, I will say, man,
0: uh,
1: ever since you
0: walk into this place, and I don't know how far. You go with the place. You know, I know that for me, you're kind of like a new face to me. Yeah. But ever since you came here, like, a lot of things have been happening. Like, building has been painted. There's fences put up. There's the uh, uh, automatic gate over there that is working. Now we got lights, and now everything in here looks amazing. And it's like, you've been breaking your back doing all this. Yeah. So I want to go a little bit into uh, the story of the building. Do you know? Is yes. It, is it how old
1: is it? How many yeah. rooms? Is it haunted? Because if it is, I'm out of here. <laughs> Just so you know, we
0: got
2: to crash it in here before we come in. Every day. Yeah,
1: actually, that's how I found out about. That's uh, how I found out about the history of the building. Is we actually did a ghost hunt here one time. <laughs> oh, did you really? Yeah, I had to make up a bunch of stuff. Hey, shut to... this off. Let's get out of here. Okay. okay. <laughs> we don't have to worry about it. the ghosts. to Take care of it. So no, this is actually pretty cool. So uh, the building was originally built like in the like. Early 1980s 1970 like okay. 70s and it was a construction company named how construction mm-hmm. and so they it's kind of like the diamond rental they rented like large equipment oh, and, okay. and this was kind of okay. like their receiving office okay so the place the that we call the cube that's over there where the art garden is okay that was like the repair shop mm-hmm. and then all the parking lot was where they parked all their big cranes so people could see it as they were driving by yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, oh, that makes sense. And then, where the welding shop is in the wood shop, that was where Old Man Howell, like uh, had. A, he was a train fanatic. Okay, there's something in there's something in people where all of a sudden, like, I've made three million dollars. I have cars. I need trains, Yeah. toy trains. <laughs> so that entire wood shop and that area was a giant train set. Okay. And uh-huh. so they kind of like totally succeeded in the area. And then he passed away in the train shop over there. Oh wow. And then um they uh they wanted this to go to the arts. Mm-hmm. They wanted this whole area to be like used for cultural stuff. Mr. How did? Yeah. Oh, okay. So they moved he was a creative. Yeah. Yeah. So he was like totally into like trains and a bunch of other stuff. So cool. he just wanted it. To, and that's what's kinda happened. You see a lot of that in Salt Lake where people they've They've built this building. they put their whole life into it. Like, this is their accomplishments. And then they're just like, when I die, I don't want it to be turned into apartments. I don't want it to be turned into anything else. Please save my building. Yeah. So that was, like, the idea is, like, I'm going to give it to the community. So, like, the, the community garden over there thrived. Ballet West is our next-door neighbor. Mm-hmm. There's us over here. So this is going to be, like, kind of like his arts and cultural districts. Mm-hmm. Um, progress happens, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. Uh, so yeah, so we I brought a ghost hunt in here one time because they wanted to they needed a place to look for ghosts okay. and so we closed down the hub one night and they came with their meters and they came with psychics and came with everything and all right, a side note on that whole thing is yeah. of course they didn't find anything mm-hmm. but right. there were still people <laughs> we we put notes on the doors and everything saying like hey, we're going to have ghost people in here. Uh-huh. But some people were just kind of like, I'm still going to do my thing. I'm still yeah. going to be an artist. And so people <laughs> that night have their little meters okay. and they're going like, there's heat signatures coming from this door. <laughs> from and this, you're like, from this light, from this, yeah, right in there. <laughs> and you just know like, oh yeah, someone's in there. Yeah. Someone's in there, yeah. but rather God's th- <laughs> doing his work in there. Yeah. <laughs> But rather than say anything kind of like, uh, that's the big thing with like ghost tours and stuff yeah. like that. So rather than like stop, you just kind of let people's imaginations go wild. And so they're going like, there's definitely a ghost in here. Yeah. And every once in a while, just for fun, if there's a psychic or two, yeah. you go like, is that it the Italian lady who died? <laughs> there was a murder here. What's the, what's the noise that you hear on the roof? Oh, that's just that's just the building being old. <laughs> that's
0: just the building falling apart. Oh it? yeah.
1: Oh, and there's like that big, <laughs> grrr, yeah, yeah, yeah. moving thing. Like that. yeah, just the thing shaking. And plus, we got tracks next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah Which it, passes yeah. by, and so how just... long have how long have you been the building manager? Six
2: months. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, how, Dude, been Were you involved yeah. with the with the hub before? No,
1: I just uh the way I got involved the Utah Arts Alliance is um. I came to an event and I was just like, We could do something different and I just I come from the event world. I come from uh well originally it was a medical social worker and then I moved I came from Las Vegas to Utah and I was like, Oh my gosh, we gotta change mental health in Utah and like but what I found out is I I didn't I didn't learn this lesson. Once you mess with someone's paycheck Yeah, that's when all hell breaks loose. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden I was going, and the worst thing to do is ask, actually ask somebody in like upper government of just going like, wait, what is your job? Mm-hmm. And then there it's like, I'm important. I filed the paperwork yeah. that those people can't file. And you're like, yeah, there's a computer for that. And they're like, <laughs> this guy, um, punched my dog. <laughs> HR. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, long story short, it's um, it's it finally took like 10 years for I've been here for 10 years yeah. in Utah from Vegas, from Vegas. So it's uh, it finally took 10 years for now all of a sudden, like mental health services and everything are catching up to the rest of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, not the rest of the country, but just a lot of the other places that are like the, the mental health is very streamlined mm-hmm. and you can get help and you can seek out, seek out services. Cause still right now in Utah is like, if you're going through a mental health crisis, unless you have Medicaid, uh, or like really good insurance is going to give you three visits. You're mm-hmm. kind of up the Creek because yeah. yeah. it's like, it's almost kind of like, Oh, I know how much money do you have? Yeah. And you're like, I don't have any money. Cool. All right. Uh, go to the library. There's a self help book. Yeah. There you go. So. Yeah, so I got involved in the Utah Arts Alliance, and so I started to just kind of help out with events. Just kind of like, oh, hey, I'll help out when I have time. Uh, here's here's a sound system. Here's how you do this. Here's some performers. Here's how you do these contracts. Here's how you do this. And then it just little by little, I just kept getting more and more involved okay. with things. And then uh, Derek and everybody were really nice where they would let me um, do do events of my own in some of the spaces. So my key Sierra business and all that other stuff. I started <laughs> yeah. to just really just kind of go nuts. Yeah. And then we're doing uh, once a month, I do professional wrestling shows. Yeah. We do the robot battles now. Yeah. Like last, uh, oh, last yeah. week, last week. Yeah, yeah. And then there's another one coming up on the 10th. That's okay. the big one. So we're just, you people. said it's wrestling
0: today. What's it? Yeah. Wrestling day. today.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's wrestling today is over at the gateway. Oh, cool. So yeah. We're is
0: it um, the uh, D E W? Is it D C W? D C W. Oh Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, right there, uh, right across from the Delta, the, not Delta Center. What is it now? <laughs> Vivint. <laughs> Vivint Center. Right yeah. right across from Vivint. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go because, um. You should go tonight. Manny, Manny Lemons, he's a yeah. wrestler. He looks just like Waldo. Really? Yeah. He look our friend Waldo. Yeah. looks just like Manny Lemons. But the, um, the Polynesian girl, she just got a really big look. Reketahaka. Is, is yeah, she oh, on AEW? Oh, he was on AEW. How? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah she's on yeah. AEW. She God damn, she's a, Is she a local girl? She's local. Woman? That's Manny's wife.
2: That's Manny's wife. Yo. Yeah, small like city. Dude. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah. By the way, none of these people know who I am. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, they, I just I follow them. I yeah. know because I'm I'm I don't want to say I'm big into wrestling. Next to somebody like Brian, like but Brian. Yeah. I, I, I I know a little bit, right? But no, to we know that we yeah. have a local promotion here, that's they have a whole YouTube channel. It's like two hours. You can watch the whole show.
1: CW thirty two. Yeah, it's on, on TV. TV. Oh yeah. my gosh, see, it's on TV. It's like yeah, it's it's a little bit of everywhere right now. So how what's your involvement with that? Uh, producing. So you're producing, producing the show? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I got involved with that. I've always been a long-term, a long life. Uh, wrestling's wrestling's always just been fascinating to me. Yeah. yeah. And so, but wrestling, like, I don't know, you're a wrestling fan. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so long story short, it's like, I wish, like, wrestling, because if they involve that in all sports it would be, like, so cool. Like, it'd be the NBA playoffs. Then all of a sudden, they're like, they're passing to Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, he's turning around. He's shooting for the other team. And then Donovan Mitchell, like, makes the winning thing, and then he takes his shirt off, and there's a Lakers shirt underneath it. And they're like, (laughs) oh, you son of a bitch. It's like, oh, no. And then what happens is, is like, with wrestling, that's what you do is, like, you you make the good guy lose yeah. and then all of a sudden everyone's going like, oh my gosh, yeah, oh, I got to see this next time. Yeah, He's yeah. got it. That guy has to get beat up next time. You got to follow the storyline. Yeah. yeah. So like if if everything could be like that, like if if professional sports, but that's just on my own side note, yeah. if professional sports could be like that, you would have people going like, got to get tickets next time the Clippers come in. But is it, because, isn't that kind of what's happening though? It. Right? The whole world's like turning you, into the wrestling.
2: When you look at <laughs> Somebody like LeBron James When LeBron went to yeah. Miami It was kind of like that Yeah But when Carl Malone Went to the Lakers It was yeah. like the, Everybody in the West Hates the Lakers Right Yeah we, And then he went to Join the Lakers It was like Holy shit He just drive, He just fucking Joined <laughs> NWO <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh! yeah, yeah. like that's That's Woo! nuts Yeah Yeah
1: Yeah th- that's that would... like
2: you're, you're a producer For the show
1: Yeah How long have you been Doing that <sighs> Forever Forever, ever since I moved to Utah, I was we we're doing it in Las Vegas. Yeah, so we were on the news one time. So we started this the uh, the background the backyard wrestling mm-hmm. happened, and so yeah, after a couple of times with the police showing up mm-hmm. and arresting everybody, uh, that made the news. It made ab it made uh, the morning show like uh, Good Morning America. Oh wow! It was like, well, what's happening in Las Vegas? And then after that, we moved to another warehouse, and we used to run out of like a storage unit. Mm-hmm. And the people were cool with it until um, every once in a while wrestling takes a weird turn where things happen for real. Mm. That's actually one of my favorites, yeah. favorite thing that happens. But all of a sudden, like the two wrestlers are like they're really angry at each other, and they're like hitting each other and hitting each other. And then all of a sudden, like instead of like the instead of like the slap on the leg or the fake punch, yeah. all of a sudden a real punch gets yeah. thrown. Yeah. And then like, like a stuff in, pain in your back, right? B? Yeah. Fuck you. Stuff starts actually yeah. <laughs> happening. Stuff starts Didn't actually. Did Mayweather do audio. that
2: to the Big Show? Did Mayweather break Big Show's nose? Yes.
1: So yeah. So it was like oh, yes, yeah. right? Yeah. The money the way, Mayweather yeah, yeah. is like there's there's every once in a while like there's just people that are not a hundred percent there. Yeah. It's yeah. so like Mayweather, if you can you watch you watch the thing Mayweather starts taking it like really seriously. So the Big Show could destroy him like oh, yeah, in a second. Sure. Oh yeah. And so he's. He's running around the ring. Mayweather's punching him. And Mayweather's, like, really punching him. But the Big Show's, like, he's still having to, like, oh, 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 my side. Yeah. Yeah. But he got the message. So if you watch, there's, like, a YouTube background of that. There's the message of going, like, okay, we've lost control of Mayweather. This is getting a this is getting boring. Mm-hmm. And so Big Show then gets on his knees, gets on his knees to, like, give Mayweather a good shot. Like, let, it, let me hit it once. And Mayweather actually... Punches him right in the face, yeah. like for real. And so then the big show hurries and like he does is like oh, pretends he gets knocked out. But then Mayweather like punches him on the way out, and that's when the big that's when the referee and everybody are going like you need to leave, you need to leave now because he's going to kill you. He's going to sit yeah. on you, dude. And so Mayweather Mayweather left show. and left, <laughs> yeah. And then he left the building.
0: How much weight he lost a yeah, shit ton, lost ton, of ton of weight? Yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of people that did that, did that right? Because uh Muhammad Ali did it uh Mike Tyson did it
1: Mike Tyson's currently he's a wrestler now Yeah
0: yeah, yeah. And, and and uh um Mayweather well, there's a bunch of... Uh, bad Bunny. Of course. Favorite. Bad, bad Bunny, Bunny. He was the best out of them all. Says, yeah. I hate that kid. Because he's so really bad. from... The, I was telling B the, uh,
2: last night, he's really from the culture, though. Yeah. Right? right. Like, Bad Bunny's yeah. from the culture. He understands wrestling. He's a fan. He's from the culture. So why would he... I guarantee you, when he was six, seven years old, he was jumping on the top of his yep. bed, acting like it was the top of yep. the turnbuckle. Right? <laughs> so he. that's why he was so good at WrestleMania, and that's why we're going to continue to see... Bad yep. money as a character. Yeah. He's going to be in the next game. He, he definitely will be. It's a matter of time. Snoop Dogg. Was, Snoop Dogg was it's matter, horrible. It's a matter of time before he gets canceled. <laughs> Snoop the was horrible. You, you're you a big mental health guy. Yeah. And you're a big wrestling guy. So when we have events like what happened with, um, not Dean Malenko, uh, not Perry Saturn. Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. Oh. Where he, where he murder suicide his whole family.
0: Yeah, God, you're going dark, dude. Well, I mean, it makes no, sense, I like right? It, I like it. I like it.
2: Mental <laughs> That's health. That's why you're here. Mental health in in that industry. Oh. Like, these guys are falling on their head. Yeah, They're breaking their necks, coming it's back to doing it
1: again. It's a very special person who can actually dedicate themselves to wrestling. It's hard because it's like you only there's only certain few people to make it. And Unless you make it, like unless you're like Stone Cold Steve Austin or The Rock, or you That's have other That's stuff right happening, you're you're making nothing. Like, you're literally hoping that people buy you T-shirts at your show. Mm-hmm. And so there's this whole thing where that's like uh, Al Snow. Do you mm-hmm. know who Al Snow is? Yeah, mm-hmm. he carried around the head. Al Snow and, like, uh, Mankind, uh, Mick Foley I'm talk Foley. about this. <laughs> Mick Foley's like, I used to fall off cages. Yeah, I, like, yeah. got hit. I did all this other stuff. And he goes... Yo, you got tags in his face, remember that? Yeah. Losses, losses a year and stuff like that. And so he does a seminar and he goes, and you know what I made the most money at? When one day I drew a picture of on a sock, <laughs> and he goes, and then I just, he goes, like, I'd go to the store, buy, like, 3,000 socks, sign them, and he goes, that's where I made my money. Mr. Socko. And, and Mr. Socko. So, and Al Snow was like, he goes, yeah, I could do all these cool flips, and I could do all this other stuff, but he goes, but the second all of a sudden I bring out that mannequin head, mm-hmm. and he goes, so it's a styrofoam head. I hit someone with the styrofoam head, the other person, like... He yeah, yeah, yeah. goes, then the next thing you know is I'm selling styrofoam heads to everybody. Yeah. So with wrestling, <laughs> it is like the best thing you can do is have a story and a gimmick. Mm-hmm. Something that stands you apart from everybody else. Because like you could be the most talented thing. I don't know. That's on a side note. That's why I look at like... AEW and all these other organizations, like insanely good talent. Mm. Like the talent's amazing, but the people who are going to carry the show are the people who come in. They don't wrestle that much, but they're like, oh my gosh, I got in a car accident and it was Phil! Phil yeah. was the one who hit me and is like, I hit you on purpose. Yeah. And they don't even wrestle that show. But, yeah, people are going, like, ah, I got it. <laughs> because the so one they thing they remember, the they're not going to remember, like, the person that did, like, the triple flip. They're going to remember, like, oh, God, I got to see what happened. I don't know. I think Jeff Hardy was
2: yeah, that guy where, where he's jumping off the damn SmackDown fist. And yeah. he's, like... You know, four stories in the air, Shane, Shane O'Mac. Yeah. Like, these guys. Yeah, that's
0: what I was going to say. I'm, I'm, I'm think... surprised about what he can not do. Like, he he was showing me pictures of him falling off the top of the cage. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was like, how old is he? 50. 50. Is that the, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Is he? Right yeah, 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 he dude. is old. But you look at it, it's like. But you can yeah. ask, you can see. But when you go back to it, you can say, like, what was, Joe, what was Jeff Hardy's story? What was he going through? What was his personal life? But what Jeff, was this? Jeff
2: never really was that guy. He was never yeah. the show guy. Yeah, Jeff was actions. Yeah, right. So that's where I'm like, yeah, I understand. Like the gimmick and the and, and those things are definitely there. But I think Jeff Hardy is a prime example of a great wrestler yeah. that that took it to that next level to where you know, in a Jeff Hardy match, you're gonna see some shit. Yeah,
1: oh yeah, you're gonna see something happen.
2: Unlike uh, yeah. unlike
1: Edge, where it was like, ah, you got the spear, <laughs> you, you're
2: pretty trash. <laughs> <laughs> How dare <laughs> yeah. you? Edge and Christian were pretty <laughs> trash, right?
1: This is well, cool. This has turned into a wrestling podcast.
0: <laughs> well, therefore, <laughs> yeah, I've been telling it. Brian to do a uh, wrestling podcast forever.
1: Yeah, we should totally. We bring people in in their in their gimmick and character, or just like in their outfit. I mean, you guys are always welcome to come to the show. Like, I always take welcome to the son. show.
2: I, my son, he's he hasn't he hasn't found His wrestling niche. yet. He hasn't. No, he he just not. My son's seven. Yeah, and at seven years old, I was I was neck deep. I was neck deep in the WCW. Well, you know, know what that means. Right.
0: I think it's time for you to uh, suplex him.
2: Yeah, right. I, I do. <laughs> Bro, I used to do that to my cat. Rest, rest in peace, Simba. But
0: <laughs> I used to
2: oh, by I used to whoa! You wait, know, wait! I need to no, no, we... kill my. Let me
1: practice. <laughs> yeah, let's rewind the tape, and we got to cut that out. PETA cat,
2: <laughs> cat murder. I, when I was a kid, when I was a child, I used to do my wrestling moves on my on my animals because I didn't have a. A brother or a sister Can you living even with me, Stop, dude. <laughs> <It was horrible. laughs> but yeah. So, so are these are these guys and gals in this in this industry? Do you feel like they they understand like their mental health and and like understanding that while you might be getting hurt and stuff like that, I, I don't
1: I don't even know how to preface the a, question. But there's a rush, there's a rush to it. Mm. There's like an addiction to it. Yeah. Where uh, okay. When I was a kid, uh, there was it was I was here in Salt Lake, and I was like, I was so like wrestling's real. This is like this is what's happening and stuff. And I was outside of Capitol Theater, and uh, I was, uh, WWE was in town, and um, I'm waiting outside Capitol Theater because I'm also like a a theater kid, <laughs> mm-hmm. like musicals and stuff like that. Yeah. And so I was waiting for tickets outside Capitol Theater and all of a sudden, like behind me, I hear this, Hey kid, do you know where there's an ETM? <laughs> no uh, fucking way. Macho Man. No. So way, Macho man, man was right there. <laughs> and all of a sudden and he's and he's walk and he's going to lunch with the big boss man. Oh but my god. On TV yeah, oh, there's the ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on TV, <laughs> <like Italian> lady. <laughs> Uh They were literally the big boss man's going like, if I find you in the airport, if I find you anywhere, I'm going to kill you, and I'm going to take your family, and I'm going to do this. I like guess and Macho Man's going like, I'll see you if I even run into you in the arena. I'll beat you up. And so I am all of a sudden like, here they are going to lunch, and I, I and and my eyes just like really big, and I was like, oh no. Oh, you're the macho man, and they 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 know they've been had. Yeah, they know that. Oh shoot, it's a wrestling kid. Yeah, yeah. and so that <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, they should have. They so totally should <laughs> have. They should have kept my dream alive. But but yeah, then they're like they're like never mind, and they walk off. And I looked at my dad, and I was going like, what the? Oh, this is crazy. They were gonna. He hates. He he was gonna steal his family and stuff, and he just goes, well, son. Okay, let me tell you something about wrestling. And he told me he you know it was my Santa Claus story. That was that was you know, I learned about Brian. Okay. He'll cry, he'll cry. (laughs) So yeah, I honestly learned about wrestling before I learned about Santa. You know, it's like well, Santa's still real. Yeah, Santa's real, but wrestling's not. These guys have to work with each other and they have to do that. That changed the whole thing. But finally what happened was is like um uh, you know, and I always thought it'd be cool to be involved in wrestling somehow. And so then, when we started like the backyard wrestling in Las Vegas, and it started to move up here, and then even in Utah, um, I decided like, hey, I'm going to take a couple bumps. I want to see what see if I could do be yeah, yeah. wrestling. And after the first couple bumps, I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. Right? I- <laughs> I'm totally good with this. And then they're like, you should be a ref. And I tried I to tried refereeing. But, like, refereeing is, like, as a fan, I wanted to see the action. Yeah. And so when they're doing, like, the holds and everything and because they're tired or they're doing something else, I was kind of going, like, hustle it up. Hustle it up. <laughs> it is John like, like hey, let's hey, do this. Bullshit. Let's like, come on come, on, come on, come on, come on, do this. And so then I kind of, like, got asked politely, of like, hey, can you not? Be a referee, yeah. So yeah. So then you it have was... to
2: follow the storyline too, though. As a ref, don't you? Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Okay, it's time but, to wrap the shit up.
1: But things, some, it's not always like because um, there's there's stories that go along with it. But there's things like, hey, uh, they 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 choreograph a lot of stuff out. But then at the end, there's like supposed to be this thing. They're like, hey, this this is how we know when the finish is going to be. But every once in a while, things go wrong. Or the finish is wrong, yeah. Or somebody is like they pin them, and that person's not listening to the count. Mm. And as a referee, you either have to make that decision of like, are we calling this match, or are we yeah, this yeah. person actually losing, or what's going on? So it's still very unpredictable, yeah. And that's always the rough part. When I, always,
0: I always thought about this too, like, how do they know? I wonder if the ref actually keeps keeps them in track when it comes to the time. So you because because yeah. the refs have like especially in the WWE the refs yeah. got their their ear their ear yeah. piece. but I wonder if they're telling them like if it's a, if it's gonna be a fifty minute uh, round or uh, yeah match they're yeah. gonna okay you're a you're a thirteen and then yeah, so you have a like, you have a
1: producer that's like trying to trying to keep track you get like a certain a certain time frame yeah. that you're wrestling and stuff like that. Uh, Uh, and then like on TV, like the big, the, the big stuff is like, they even tell when there's a commercial going on or what's happening. And so the referee will be going like one, two commercial, three, four, five. There's a, there's a website called botchamania that's on, it's on YouTube. Uh And it's like, there's one set, there's one thing that says that everybody talks too much. And it's just like, it's things that the microphone picks up or like John Cena will be grabbing somebody and he'll be like, I'm going to throw you against the rope. Head butt, leg drop. And then they'll throw and do all that stuff. They'll talk and so you I can like you can pick is. it up sometimes. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no wrestling's wrestling's awesome, great stories. The people yeah. are so devoted to it. Yeah. And uh but you have to really you have to make a decision to make who your character is. You can just be a regular local wrestler, but you have to figure out what your niche is and how you're gonna make it to the big time. Yeah. So yeah. So there's a the whole
2: there's a guy here locally and I know you know him, but he reminds me of Shawn Michael Shawn, uh, Shawn Michaels. Oh. Um the, the Is he t- like this? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> was, maybe that, maybe, maybe that's a bad maybe that's a bad comparison. <laughs> okay. But it's it's uh I forget his name. It's a uh, Tombstone maybe Tom Tombstone is it, Jesus? Is that who it is? He always has he has chest hair yeah, and he has a cowboy
1: hat. Tombstone Jesus. Yeah, he reminds from... me of Shawn Michaels.
2: I don't know why. Yeah, I oh, the chest.
1: So <laughs> he's a he's a heavy metal man. Is he? He's a heavy metal man. So like, and it's weird because so like, is that
2: the Heartbreak Kid?
1: Yeah, no. he's, Tombstone Jesus. It's like he I has know a, I'm sexy.
2: song dude. So bad. I have.
1: He uh, so he had this. He had he had, his nickname was like Tombstone, and then one time he was at a he was playing a concert somewhere for a biker bar. And and he just goes, Hey, this is Tombstone and, and like there was some drunk person there which is going like Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. And then they started to call him they started calling
0: <laughs>
1: the nickname Tombstone Jesus happened. <laughs> you gotta let yeah. Yo yeah. you know,
0: Jesus <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, yeah, so they, so the, the whole bar started to him Jesus because he looks like Jesus. So it yeah. was like weird to see Jesus as a heavy metal man. Yeah. And so then he just combined the two names. And then that name, that name is what gives him his, his like, his status. So, and the crazy part about it is like he has a little cult that's with him. Oh. And so sometimes if he'll just, he'll just come in and say, Hey, brother, you know, I wanna, I, I'm gonna bring my fans. And you're like totally cool, and he'll sell out the he'll sell it out by himself with his fans. Wow! But his fans are only there to see him; uh. they're not to see the other stuff. So now that we started to do like TV tapings and all this other stuff, mm. it gets a little bit more difficult because like his fans, they'll just go like, "All right, we got these these three people wrestling," and they're like, "Let's go smoke," uh. and like the arena just clears, uh. and so you're just wrestling for like ten fans, yeah. and then all of a sudden, like. Someone has to go outside, Tombstone's wrestling, cool, and then they come in and scream, yeah. And so, but even if Tombstone's like supposed to lose or something like that, the fans don't want to see that, and so it's it's hard, it's it's hard to do the show. But if it's in the middle of nowhere, like Nephi Utah wants to put on a wrestling show, Tombstone's the one you want to get because his people will drive all over from St. George, from Park City, and everything. So, yeah,
2: there's another guy, and I don't think he's a local guy, um, but he. He has kind of like a, a gothic aura to him, and he 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 like sits, he crosses his legs, and he sits in the in
1: the. Alister Black is that who it is? Yeah, he has the long black hair. Yeah, yep. He's yeah. He's uh. He got fired, but he's getting rehired. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. No. He's, he's but cool. no, I, I
2: thought he was dope. I thought his wrestling was dope. Who are
1: some local wrestlers that we should uh we should. Definitely no. Martin Kassaus, Uh He's uh, Marty the Fly. Uh, he, he's he's wrestled in the Lucha Underground. He's currently oh, right now in Atlanta, so he's probably going to make it big time. He he was going to be the next big thing. Uh, he was in the WCW uh, WWF Tough Enough TV show. Oh, damn! And everybody kept on joking that he looks like he kind of looks like Johnny Osmond, Donnie Osmond. <laughs> oh, okay. And so, but then he broke his leg. Damn. Broke his leg, and that kind of stopped the whole thing like that. Um, right now, there's one guy. His name is Glade. He's just... He's absolutely just huge, huge guy. Uh, he used to be Thanatos the Ringmaster. And, I mean, he just this monster of a guy that like pick up and throw people there's a guy named Echo who um, he's like Mortal Kombat come to life oh shit and he does this one where he he actually runs up and like kicks a bunch of times and oh, then comes back down kick? yeah holy shit yeah. that be dope so Dude, i want to see that it's cool and the two the two ones that are like really taking off right now uh, we have two mormon missionaries I've they seen dress those like guys. yeah, the, the brother Smiths. Yeah, the brother Smiths. <laughs> did, did they come out with the with the Bible? With the book When yeah, they do this whole thing, you are like shame, 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 <laughs> yeah, the shame. The crowd gets into it too. I've oh, seen the, that. Crowd it. the crowd loves it. The crowd loves it. Yeah, and then we just have uh, then a lot of local people. Like uh, before the pandemic, uh, I mean it was just getting bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. and bigger. We had a guy named uh, Marlon Bishop who used to play for the Los Angeles Rams, and that was. That was always fun because like he would um every once in a while in wrestling people put you in your place so like you're you're wrestling somebody and all of a sudden the other person gets a big head like cause they're they're winning or something like this and so like Marlon's just this monster of a guy and so like the guy would be uh, hitting him like if he started hitting him too hard like Marlon would just ever just want to just, like, bam just like nail him off like mm-hmm. off. guy just like falls like a sack of potatoes and there's kind of like, yeah kind of like take it easy, yeah, you need chill. take yeah. it easy. Uh, but yeah, no, he's he was really good. And um, But then the pandemic hit, so we had to move everything from, like, we were getting, like, three, 400 people out, like, at, at the heyday. And mm-hmm. so this was going to be, like, our next step was going to have to be the complex or was going to have to be the salt palace or was going to have to be somewhere else. The pandemic hit, so then we had to move to TV tapings because we still had a TV contract. So it was, like, very close set, uh, but it allowed people to, like, really tell – more stories with everything. So, uh, now we're kind of coming out of the pandemic. So now we got audiences of a hundred yeah. because that's all that we can legally do mm-hmm. right now because we have to have half capacity, but we're really hoping that like here in the next couple of months, we can kind of pick back up and like really do some big shows. So our next probably big, big, big show will probably be like St. George or somewhere oh, cool. just cause Corona is done. All in there? St. George? Yeah. <laughs> I was up in... Eva. I had a... We're doing a festival up in Evanston, Wyoming for another thing, for like an event stuff. And I went up there and I was at Walmart and it was like uh, the Walmart... Em- it was me and the Walmart employees like wearing our masks. Mm-hmm. And that was it. But Evans- the rest of Evanston is like done. Mm-hmm. They're, yeah. Nobody's wearing masks. So the employees were going like, thank you. You're not from here, are you? And I was like, no, <laughs> no, 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 I'm not.
0: But Hey, listen. Yeah. I know these guys are excited about wrestling. Yeah. I need to know if I want to have a studio next year. Oh, so let yeah. me get back a little bit on this. Yes. Okay. This is this is this is what's important to me. As far as we know and we knew this from probably a year uh probably starting yeah. when we got first got here we knew yeah. that uh the building wasn't like a yeah. time matter when it comes yeah. to, you know, the government What's going to, yeah. to get rid of it. Yeah. So last time I talked to you and I don't know if you want to get into detail, but yeah. I, mean, I, I hope so. You said that we have until February next year. Yeah. So far. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I need to... Because he wanted to come here. I mean, yeah. Know, is that right? Or So... Or not really. Well, you're not just to start around. But, so but then he's like, but well, we don't know what's going to happen with the building.
1: Okay. So here's what I... Here's what I want personally. I okay. want personally. Is... Uh, so we got a place that's just right... If we, if we could jump the freeway... Yeah. It's called the Art Castle. And that's our biggest new project that we have. So... Is that the church? That's the church. So yesterday, uh, we have We have the uh,
0: we have Angela, mm-hmm. and she, uh, I think she wrote Utah Arts Alliance or whatever, and and the GPS took her there. Yeah. Oh. And she's like, I, yeah, it took me there. To, I took me to a church. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I think somehow that
1: building is right. related to this one. So, so is
2: uh, ha- the one by the fairgrounds?
1: No, that's another one. Oh, Okay, that's one. That's one on all. Okay, really cool story about that place. Yeah. Is 100. it was a church? It was a it was a church, and then they just said like, okay, well, we're not doing church in here. So it sat empty for one year. It just sat empty for one year, and our uh, incredibly innovative homeless population <laughs> went over and stripped all the pipes, all the oh. copper, everything yeah. out of that building, disconnected like. Just robbed that God building me. blind So when the other person moved in Who was like We're gonna build a Like a homeless outreach thing Here and stuff like that It's like What the crap happened yeah. And so and Like um, Yeah And I was like You can only get like A couple bucks from like Copper Yeah But like they it depends were. Depends how much though. Bitcoin yeah. No It depends so. how much <laughs> So crazy enough, though, is like they just stripped that whole thing. So that thing's just a nightmare and a half to like try to do anything over there. But what happened was is there was another – there was an old church from like the early 1900s. And it was an LDS church until the 60s. And then Warner Brothers secretly was buying these churches all across the country. And they called them Warner Chapels. And so they would do like recording. Like so uh, in this chapel over here for the last 30, 40 years – Elton John, Billy Joel, BB King, Eminem. This one right here on the other side of the freeway? Yeah. So they all recorded secretly. Oh, wow. And they never had a sign up or anything. (laughs) And they called it LAE Studios. But it was actually Warner Brothers. Mm -hmm. So, uh, real famous movies like uh, Jurassic Park, Star Wars. Um. There's a whole list of like all the famous movies that were that were uh, the soundtracks were done in there.
0: Oh, wow. okay. and
1: and Utah artists who now are like, oh my gosh, you can actually go inside because it was always a closed set. Yeah, they were like, I swear, I played on Jurassic Park because a lot of times what would happen is they'd get the sheet music mm. and it would just they'd be like. <laughs> da, 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 da. and they're like thank you so much yeah. is this going on anything i don't know maybe yeah. all right no, here's oh like, you your 20 bucks back. thank yeah, you so yeah. <laughs> much and so like the espn sports center theme was over in that over in that <laughs> building <laughs> <You> <laughs>
2: yeah. <want another> <laughs> yeah it is it is so that's
1: the, yeah please yeah so that was like their big thing it was like that da, was actually done in that building wow so uh, what happened was, is the um, it was a secret recording studio. They had a lot of famous people that went in there, and then the Utah earthquake and coronavirus hit, and so that's when Warner Brothers was kind of like, uh, you know, we can't really do a lot because we're worried about all this stuff. Yeah, and so they tapped out and they and they and they left. But the recording studios are all there. Everything is still built for sound. Uh, You can still plug into the walls and record bands and stuff. And we have a lot of, now that, now that they know that like local people can do stuff, a lot of our local celebrities are now like, oh my gosh, I want to record in there. So in order to, so for the building, we have this whole idea of like making an art and community center and all this other stuff. But to keep zoning and to keep everything the way it is, we have to have recordings. Yeah. So this kind of fits in perfectly. Mm-hmm. So all we'd really have to do is just kind of like say, "Hey, we got a podcast that's moving in, or we have uh, one of one of the um, one of the uh, studios there. It's the one where Elton John and everybody else mm-hmm. is like recorded in. That one has that, that one we're preserving for history because that's just it's it's. It looks like if Dr. Evil was a recording scientist. Ooh. Oh shit. <laughs> so it has like this booth where he sits down and like looks looks upon like the mm-hmm. thing I got uh lava rock, um wood paneling, uh sound baffling you can clap in there and it's like really really yeah. good acoustics. Wow. So that one um, Is that
2: one open to the public?
0: Yeah, it's going to be. So people can actually see this place and so that's like one of the choices that we have as a as a being in this building, we could just go there. Yeah.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. Isn't that what, I think, po, is Post doing some stuff over there? Ooh. I just seen him. Yeah. I seen him <laughs> over there record. <laughs> I seen him recording Post, some
1: stuff. you know stuff.
2: Yeah, I, I know a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I know a tiny horse by, by the way, you yeah. know
1: too, DJ. What's that? Oh, day. okay. Post loves Utah. Yeah, yeah, man. It's so crazy. And it's like, I love my friends that have like Smith sightings. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah, got Post. He goes to the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like.
0: My my, uh, my brother in law took a photo with him at uh, Best Buy.
1: Leave yeah. Post Malone alone. He is a local. Yeah.
2: If you're not
0: going to take a picture with any of us, don't take a picture with Post Malone. He's a local. That message is not brought to you by the other side of the. Do you think side. he has a Utah ID? I bet he does.
1: I he's a local. He if he has a Utah ID, he, he's a local. Leave him yeah. alone. Super nice guy, we'll like yeah, super chill. I mean, he gets. It's like uh, it's a little bit of everywhere where I'm going right now. Like even like there's some people just going like, yeah, there's this weird guy with like face tattoos, <laughs> and everyone's taking pictures of him. I don't know, but yeah. he's really nice. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, is his name Post Malone. Yeah, that's right, Carl Malone, Carl Malone. <laughs> Yeah, that's the name. <laughs> You're like, no, it's post. Car- P- Carl. Post. Carl. When,
0: when so. is the uh, the construction starting on this road? Uh,
1: on this road, January. Okay. We think. We think. So um, everybody else has been kind of given like their like get out, yeah, like yeah. this is happening. But for us, it's been kind of like, hey, you guys are doing great. Is we building, support you. Is this building empty? Obviously, all the rooms are closed,
0: so I, I don't get to see anybody. I know oh, really? I know the uh oh. no I'm asking. Yeah, I know the the radio station's still here. And us and I know there's a band at the end of the hall. Oh,
1: this whole place is filled. Okay. Yeah, there's uh we got uh YouTubers, um craft people, uh a couple crazy artists. <laughs> hmm I not I saw not, this yeah. room, open. yeah. Uh, a print, so gonna gonna, we got gonna a gonna print shop. We got a print shop. We have a um, we have Morgaine who's over here. Who she has like um, she specializes in like old timey printers yeah. to like print off really cool like photographs Photos, yeah. and stuff. And now her machines are definitely haunted. So. Um, <laughs> makerspaces uh 3d printers we got that uh right now we got the the dog trainers which are downstairs yeah um another band that's downstairs yeah uh tech room uh up here we have a couple of, like really big producers that do like really giant shows like stadium shows um uh Fogo. yeah so what's the deal with
0: those what's the deal because that's i mean obviously we're here to Make art But that's like the one That affected us Like Oh uh, the, and the music, yeah. yeah, is is it. It, it And we love
1: them I mean But is, Yeah We always try to Oh you guys are On this day look, We'll do like, the next yeah. day Yeah samofogo, They've kind of taken a break Now because of the Because of the virus Yeah So they're not back Kaipuera, uh We moved over to the To Charlie Square because it's just like there's a lot more space. So this you is this temporary leave. or this is for good? Temporary. Okay. Oh, temporary. Sooner or later they'll come back, but we'll see kind of how that goes. Yeah, yeah. Um, What's at Charlie Square? Tro- oh, so we got Utah Arts Alliance is growing like leaps and bounds. Yeah. During the pandemic, there was this weird Tony Robbins thing where Tony Robbins... Um, Uh, right before everything got shut down and it was kind of like people knew things were getting shut down. Tony Robbins came on, uh, on his podcast and he goes, Hey, I don't know what's going to happen, but here's what happened during the housing crisis. And so he brought all these people who were there for the housing crisis. And they were all going like, just keep going. Just like embrace the, like they're like, embrace the housing crisis. Mm -hmm. You're all going to lose your jobs. Everyone's going to like, everything's going to go bad, but keep your head above water and keep producing. Even if you're producing for nobody, like, if you're doing a TV show and your TV show is for nobody, or you're doing birthday parties and the birthday parties are for nobody, because what's going to happen is everybody else is going to fall off on the wayside, mm. and you're going to be the only game in town. So, like, this housing guy, he's he was like, I lost everything, but I kept on doing mortgages during that time. And he goes, I wasn't selling a single mortgage, but all of a sudden this mortgage company fell off, this mortgage company fell off. And then the banks were going like, ugh. Are you in business? It's like, yeah. Okay, we're going to this guy. We're going to this guy. And so kind of a lot of that happened with us is that we kept going and we kept producing. We kept doing shows. We kept working with artists. And then we just kind of like got cool, like, hey, let's design our own like masks. Um, Let's work with our distillery people who can't do events anymore. But we'll help them push their like alcohol sanitizer, so we became like the only game in town in Salt Lake that are still doing things, and so then when now when people are starting to come back, it's kind of like, yeah, we're gonna, hey Utah Arts Alliance, can you help us with this? Yeah. Like, how did you guys do it? And we're like, we got masks and we yeah. made our own. And...
0: But at, at this point, are you are
2: you?
1: Oh, hold what? on, hold on, real quick. Yeah. But what? So Charlie Square. Okay, so sorry. Trolley Square. So <laughs> Trolley Square, uh, there was a reception center that was there, and then they couldn't do receptions and weddings and everything got prohibited. Yeah. So then they had some empty space. And the people that run <clears throat> Trolley Square are all – it's really weird. There's this whole underground, like, theater group and performers, and because of the pandemic, we all got real jobs. Yeah. And so it's kind of like you go into, like, leasing agencies, or you go into government offices – and you're like, we need a pro. You're a ballet dancer, aren't you? She's <laughs> like, yeah. I had to get this job in the meantime. <laughs> and you're like, hey, we want to open up. We want to open up an art center. Heck yeah, let's do this! And like, help you with all the forms. So like. People in all forms of government, it's, the pandemic was good because then it got all the artists who normally make their money at events and stuff, all of a sudden now got put into positions of power mm. because they didn't have any other money. And like some of these other people who worked in like the government offices are like, I'm not going in because there's a pandemic. Yeah. yeah. And so they walked off, you know, they walk off the job. But meanwhile, you have this belly dancer who's all of a sudden going like, I'll take the job. Yeah. I have no income and then that's when you go into your permits and you you have an insider. So Charlie Square um said like, "Hey, we got this event center that nobody's doing anything with. You guys want to do something with it?" And we're like, "Heck yeah, we'll do a theater." Mm-hmm. And then we're like, "Okay, well, how do we do theater during covid time so we made it a hybrid theater so we got streaming cameras and everything all in there Mm -hmm. and so now you can do your show with a limited limited audience like 20 to 30 people but then you can also broadcast it to everybody wow and our last couple shows we're having more people watch online than are actually coming to the shows so we're making more money off the online stream than we are in real life,
2: that's incredible. So
1: it is going to be but something. But that's a we're temporary gonna,
2: thing, though, right? Oh, so we're going to keep guys... going. We're going to okay. keep
1: going because it's a, it's something that now people have gotten used to. Because remember, when, like when we first started with the Zoom and everything, mm-hmm. people were like, "What the heck is Zoom?" Yeah. and "Oh my gosh!" And then everybody tried to become a TV <clears throat> producer and like different virtual backgrounds and all that. So now people that's just become part of who they are. Mm. So now it's kind of like uh, like we get asked. We're like, "Hey, we got a." We have a show coming up, and they're like, well, is it online? And you're like, yeah, it's totally online for five bucks. And they're like, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. You know.
2: The reach is, there's so much more of a reach, too. Yeah. Because now it's not just a Salt Lake City thing. Yeah. It's a Wyoming thing. It's an Oregon thing, because they can now buy it online and watch it from everywhere.
1: We did a magic show at the very beginning of the pandemic when we were all, like, very when the pandemic really crazily hit Mm. and so you know that was the time where we're all like we did we definitely kept six feet away from each other and didn't trust each other and that we did a magic show just to do a magic show just so we didn't go crazy and we put up a venmo on the account and we put it up there and we're like eh, seven people tuned in whatever like Mm. We did it. It was a lot of fun, and then two weeks later, all of a sudden, all this stuff from Kuwait, like Kuwait money, came in, and it was. And we're like, "How the heck did that happen?" Yeah. So somebody in Kuwait was like, uh, "There's a magic show Utah magic show, boom!" And yeah. like watched the video and saw that Venmo, and they're just like, oh, "I'm sending money in." That's incredible. So yeah, so and it's it's the gift that keeps giving. Yeah. So just FYI, if you ever do anything, put your Venmo on everything because yeah. <laughs> just random people say so maybe the, yeah so at, at this point
0: in time do, do we still are you still
1: promoting the building as in
0: you know come down and have a residency here or whatever no knowing r- no that it's just a matter of time and yeah where we we're okay, not gonna so know. the cool
1: the, the the cool part about kind of that yeah right now is the fact that like we know that there's a time frame mm-hmm. we know that there's a time frame so now it's time to like wait a minute so this building is gonna be destroyed right and they're like yep so if we paint the crap out of this, yeah. we don't have to worry about kind of like, well, those colors do not match the neighborhood. Yeah. So like, oh, and we can just go nuts. Yeah. And so if you notice all that paint that we have on the back, that is literally as soon as it as soon as it hits sixty five degrees on a on a regular basis, this building is just gonna be muraled every inch of it Mm. and so we're gonna make this thing look amazing and then like even downstairs we've been doing some stuff yeah so it's like just going nuts like being artistic Mm -hmm. and the cool part about it is like there's even some cement staining that i want to give a shot Mm -hmm. and if i mess it up it doesn't doesn't matter matter. yeah but if i get it right then the next time you know i'm doing some art project i can go like oh my gosh i know how to do this So, in some ways, it's pretty exciting that that's gonna happen, mm. and then the other part about it is like, "Ah, oh, darn it, that broke. welp, it's broken yeah <laughs> it's it's broken, so, so pretty yeah. much you ain't replacing shit, oh no, we're still gonna we're still gonna make everything look great, okay, yeah. <laughs> cosmetically, yeah we're gonna make everything look great, it's gonna be comfort, but there's little things that like that window got a crack in it. Hey, let's paint the window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or there's a piano that was downstairs. Like literally, it's just like people were like, hey, you need a, if you ever wanted to like tear apart a piano or like make an art project out of a piano, we don't have to repair it. We don't have to tune it, come down and take whatever you want. So there's a lot of positives that are happening from it, but it's yeah. also kind of scary. because I remember the,
0: when I first started here, um, I met, I think there was, a. Uh, Three podcasters that were downstairs in that big room, and uh, there was there were they were, rec- uh, were going to build it into a recording studio, I think. And there was one of the rooms that are on the right as you go in the hallway. They were just throwing in, uh, instruments and stuff, and the guy was like, I don't, "We don't know what to do with this. It's all going to go into the garbage because we're cleaning it." And I yeah. up, and I ended up with three snares for like drum snares.
2: Nice. Oh, like, you want nice. those I'm, like, I'm a drummer.
0: I'm like, yeah, yeah. and he's like. There's symbols there, but I, I'm very picky with what I yeah. have. So I'm yeah. like, no, I'll just take a night two. I took, I'd walk out with like three snares.
1: Yeah. They're like, yeah, dude, the rest of it's going to the garbage. That's one of the other cool parts about this place. Yeah. <laughs> that- well, When we first got here, we were yeah. told
0: if you see uh, furniture that's not being used, just g- take go it. ahead and take it. Obviously let us know, but go ahead and take yeah. it and just use it as yours. So yeah. we have that big table here. For the longest time, we had it for like a year. Which table,
1: though? Um, the the Illuminati table? I did, no,
0: I don't know. I took it out and I put okay. it here. And last time I saw it was downstairs.
1: Ah, uh, the big glass oh, table with the glass. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I gave that away. You remember that? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but is there people that want to come in still? Or yeah. Oh my gosh, there's a waiting list of about fifty people. Really? But now it's like I have to let them know, like, hey, the building's going away at this time. What do you want to do? So what we're trying to do is we're trying to find. Okay. That's what I was asking. There's the camera. What's the plan? We're trying to find cool people. Yeah, cool people with good ideas. So there's one person. She's coming from a fitness, um, a fitness side, which is a subscription service mm-hmm. type thing, where they um, she would teach random classes in different places. But you had like a health, like a gym membership. Mm-hmm. So like they want to mm-hmm. try that for art. I'm just like, hey, let's just start bringing in art teachers and all that. And so when people buy subscriptions to it, that means like there's automatically money there to then pay for a sculptor to come in or do this. And so things like that, where normally that office downstairs would be about a thousand would be about a thousand dollars is now going to just be kind of like an experimental thing, like a percentage Mm -hmm. or something. Where it's just like you have to just bas- basically make the the basic because we're still paying for the space, yeah. Like we're still paying like um, the city for the building. You know, even like when we're like, hey, it's getting torn down. Can we get a discount? And they're like, yeah, no. <laughs> so, yeah. so we're still to, we still up to we have to make our bills. So, um, but we also have that room to kind of experiment. So during these next couple months, you're going to see some stuff happen in this building, mm-hmm. which. All of a sudden, like your next door neighbor over here might be a magician. Okay. (laughs) Like for a while or something where we're just kind of like trying to foster the arts, trying to see like what, what works. And then if there's anything you guys want to experiment with, like if you wanted to do like a block party out here on the stage Mm -hmm. or you want to do like an open house or something like that, everything's on the table now. So, yeah.
2: Um, are you how, is the Utah Art Arts Alliance did I get that right
1: yeah yeah. Um, are you guys for profit or not for profit non-profit non-profit that way we can get like grants and donations and support that way and it also gives us the liberty of like because our mission statement is we foster the arts in all forms and so a lot of times like someone's like well this is what I do and you're like that's art. Mm. <laughs> like you're creating something. And so normally like art is very limited. So like, if you talk to a lot of galleries, so a, like a lot of the art that like we deal with and like the performers we deal with would never be accepted in like the regular art world. It's the art world's, it's not cohesive as much as we'd want it to be. Yeah. And so there are some galleries that's like, is there a horse in the art? <laughs> you're like, no, it's a, it's like a, it's a Frankenstein, and yeah. they're like, "Yes, that doesn't have horses. It's not art, yeah. or it doesn't have a good frame." So this gives us the opportunity to like to really expand and try that's, stuff. That's funny
2: you say that because I, I was at an art gallery, um, Duvin, Pintor, yeah, and
1: uh, yeah, Charlie Pierre, a friend yeah. of ours.
2: Yep, that's and, a bunch uh, of our stuff in there. It, and one of the artists, I think his name's Dallas. Yeah, he uh, he was in Park City, and he kind of gave the same kind of thing was where where it was like I just they wouldn't accept my art they wouldn't accept it for whatever the reason was but over here at Charlie Square uh, at Duvin Pintor Pintor? Pintor yeah yeah, um, they do accept me and I got this piece in here and I got that piece in here and I got this piece in here and he walked me around the whole gallery and it was like holy shit like your shit is dope yeah, and I think art is
1: subjective right? it's very subjective because what's dope to me might not be dope to you yeah yeah, it's like uh, it's uh, like Bob Ross is not for everybody. Yeah, you know. um, Banksy is not for everybody. So it all depends on like what your niche is and what you think you can sell. Yeah, the idea of Bank- Banksy
2: is what I buy into. Is <laughs> the idea yeah. of, of what he does or she does?
1: Who? Yeah, who yeah. is it?
2: <laughs> I don't even know. It's like it's Post Malone. It's Post Malone. Right, Post really Malone. It's this really dumb street art. And that's why that's why I think like hip hop, and because hip hop is art, right? Yeah. Like to see the
1: graphers out there doing their thing, it's like that's dope. Yeah there, yeah. there was a there's a lot of underground artists here in Salt Lake. Have you ever been to a there's there There was this one group that was going around doing ciphers. It was like these underground rap battles, and they were there was a few of them. It was crazy
0: good. Dre was a judge in it. I was oh, yeah. I was a host yeah, yeah for for the it battles. was always weird
1: because like there was like there was the the like the gangster ones that would get shut down and then there was these other ones that I, I participated in a couple times where the whole time I'm just sitting there going like oh my gosh yeah. that was amazing people need to know about this but then the hard part is well you know atheists right yeah yeah, yeah. a lot of these people like they won't. They they're trapped by their own mental yeah. st- status. They're like it's almost like the worst thing you can do to a band is like when you see a really really good band is go you guys are amazing because then they're going like I knew it you guys are holding me back I'm quitting and you're like ah you just ruined the band yeah. but there are some underground like artists and hip hop and rap and stuff here in Salt Lake that you just it's it's painful to watch that talent and they're just sticking like with uh, you know playing in some dirty shed yeah uh, like around like 13 South or something like that and you just go <laughs> I know what you're talking yeah <laughs> and and you just go and like and and there has been times where like I've been I've been able to select bands for like a big show like hey we need an opening band for Salter. we need an opening band for Vivant. and so I will go oh my gosh hold on mm-hmm. and I go to those people and I'll say like here it is this is your chance and they'll always like no 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 I can't. No, I don't. Or like, I only have 15 songs and you're like, yeah, you only need five. Yeah. Yeah. You only need five. I will choose them. This will be your shot. But then they won't do it. But then you have Jim and the tambourine band and they're like, we'll play. And you're like, you're like, yeah, hold on. I know. I know you'll play. Uh, Come on guys. Come on. You got to do this. And they're like, no, 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 we'll show up at three o'clock. I know you will. Mm -hmm. And then finally you are just going like, all right, All right, Jim and the Tambourine Band, <laughs> come on up, come on up, and they play, and people are just like, and you know, people are like, yeah, they were, they are okay, but, and yeah, you know, yeah, it's but not... meanwhile, you know, yeah, meanwhile, you just can't yeah. convince these people mentally that, and sometimes they're just going like, yeah, no one's going to accept my art, and you're just going like, no, everyone once they hear you, yeah, will accept it, so yeah, part of the and part of the Utah Arts Alliance is trying to flush those flush those people out because we get to meet those people like on a on a constant basis like here uh, if you know like this myriad dance is just, like they've been practicing here they're just incredibly good they show up on time just really super talented people and right now they're kind of coming into their own because like it's we're helping them like push them out a little bit more into the spotlight and so then all of a sudden like when people do see and producers and corporate people yeah. see that and they're like wow we got to hire those people but before you know They might just keep performing at a little thing because they don't think that they're that good. And so sometimes, yeah, you really have to kind of get it out there.
2: So does the Utah Arts Alliance, do you guys have... um, Do you guys pick people to back? Like... If there is that band, you're like, man, the Utah Arts Alliance, let's use our reach to help these guys get to where we, try. we think they can yeah, get. Yeah,
1: we really try. So we have the Urban Arts Festival, which is happening this year. Awesome. Uh, Illuminate, uh, Mural Fest, uh, and then just a whole bunch of other events, like just, just like there. Most of the time, if you go to anything, if you go to like a lot of performances – um, I always try to, well, except for today, I normally mm-hmm. have a Utah slash shirt mm-hmm. on yeah. or we try, to get on the, we try to get in there. We have our hands in a little bit of everything. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, um, when people were like, oh, we got to do something for, like, Black Lives Matter and we got to do something like that, it was easy for us because we're like, yeah, we already, yeah, well, we yeah. know we, we're already, this is, this is a group that's happening. Mm-hmm. So, every once in a while, like, society will spotlight a certain group mm-hmm. and it's nice because, like, we're already involved yeah. with that and it's just trying to help everybody get to that next level. Is that so, known? Not as much as it should be. We're working on that. We have a PR person now. Okay. And so the one thing that we really want people to know is just like, we're here and we're here to help you. Like, we're here to like to help this go forward. Yeah. So, how, what, what, what year did the Utah Arts Alliance start again? Like 2003. Okay. I think. so
2: I've been here since 2005. Yeah. I didn't hear you. And when I say yeah. here, I've, I've, I'm yeah. from Utah, but I'm, yeah ten years I stayed in Portland came back oh five and the first time I heard about you guys was when these guys moved in, yeah yeah, so that's kind of my point is that if people knew about what not only what the Utah Arts Alliance is but what you guys can actually offer and do for the community, yeah, I think that that's that's a huge thing and in in all reality, you guys should be the start for a lot of creators,
1: yeah. That's a, that's a huge thing. So, it's like, we have Dreamscapes, which is like nationally recognized, get awards, United Nations, like, everybody, like, they know this. But it's weird because, like, you'll talk about Dreamscapes, which is like our, one of our most successful programs, and people were like, oh, I love them. Who are you guys? And we're like, <laughs> we're Utah Arsenalines. We're the ones who, who built this and, yeah. and, and worked this. And they're like, yeah, I don't know you. Isn't you, Dreamscapes, isn't that where they do the wrestling? Oh, no, that's the Gateway. It's at the same place. It's in but the. But isn't that the same room? No. Oh no. There was a. There was another one called Hollow Breakfast that was up there. That's what it was. Yeah, and those are our friends at Bigsley, mm-hmm. and those guys are those guys are like coming back to life. That was that was rough. They were like internationally like doing color runs and wow. just really involved in the art community. But speaking of speaking of building this, what
0: what's the uh, what is the idea of building that building a new building? is that still in That's maybe...
1: yeah so that's Pagel hey, just wants to know where he's going to be studio and you guys so, are talking about when we finally <laughs> when we finally, when we finally told people because it was this whole thing of like oh no like yeah. this is really happening when we finally told people that like we need a new spot Uh, the community like really reached out. It's like Mm. Taylorsville, Magna, (laughs) Tooele, Camas. Everyone's got like, you need to move here. You need to like come here and do this. We're still looking for like that. We're still looking for that perfect spot. But then all of a sudden we're like, okay, we found like four spots that totally work for us. All we have to do is basically tell everybody like, we're moving on Saturday and find your rooms. But then now the developers have heard about us and we're the, I mean in all honesty, we're like the ideal candidate because we're we're a solid group. We have great community ties, we do some great community things, we have a maker space, we have a artist space, and we're constantly constantly growing and we're stable. Mm-hmm. Financially, we are like we're doing we're doing great. And so uh like we're the perfect we're the perfect renter, we're the perfect tenant. So mm-hmm. now developers who are going like we want to build these apartments but we also need art centers and we need this, Yeah, we fit in perfectly now. So now developers are reaching out going, like, we should just build a building for you. Because yeah. if, if we build a building for you, that means I can build these other apartments like right here yeah. and everyone's going to be happy. Well, you got to think about it, right? A lot of developers are building
2: to the comfort of the renter, right? Yeah. So, like, that's why you have these developments where they have a whole bottom section that is – The tanning salon. That's the tattoo shop.
1: That's the little corner store. It's all on the bottom. The only thing that they're missing is creativity. That's the model model that everybody does. So most everybody's like, I want to build apartments. And the city's like, eh. And we're going to have boutiques at the (laughs) bottom level. And they're like, hey, that's what we're into. So the idea now is just like, oh, my gosh, if we built an art center – and then we build apartments and everything else around it. It's just going to be better because then all of a sudden, like all these people are going to go, oh, my gosh, I can live in the art district. Yeah. I can leave my house, go downstairs and take a take a wine and painting class yep. <laughs> or I can um, or even like this. The other side of the beehive mm-hmm. records next to me. Yep. Like, I know where this is at. This is this place is alive. This mm-hmm. place is moving. And so um, Anyway, that's that's one thing too. Just like with your with your fan reach, mm. if we can get that word out there to like let people know that like we're looking for a home, yeah, and we have you know we have our backups, but we're looking for that ideal spot. That's we're just looking for that one sweet spot that we can just move in and just make the community grow. What's your what's your thought on Spy Hop? Oh, Spy Hops are good friends of ours. Yeah, Spy Hop's awesome. Yeah, Spy Hop they moved out of their one space and just built a building. Yep. down the thing that's why I, that's why i was kind of getting at is they
2: kind of felt this you it, the way that you guys are right now they were yeah right? yeah in in a, in a sense yeah and their new building is fantastic they have a patio with Bro, events too on the, really. on, the yeah. on the rooftop you can see the skyline yeah it's incredible and it's right off the tracks line it's perfect for kids because spy hop for those of you that don't know it's to help the youth create yeah video art every, everything um and it's perfect for kids because a kid can hop on the on the tracks, get off the stop is right in front of the place, go across the street, create, and then go back home. Yeah. It's really dope. And I think that that's kind of what the Utah Arts
0: Alliance can have. That's our, ideal,
1: are, that's our ideal situation. Yeah. I think that'd be incredible. Yeah. Do you have any idea where to build? Uh the granary district. The granary district. So you know where like the pickle factory and spy hop neighborhood yeah that area right there so that the i mean right now the like, the like hot spots that are going to be happening is the granary district uh rose park watch out because because <laughs> everyone's coming the fair park yeah the fair park area like yeah. if you go down redwood road now like by that area you're watching all the apartments go up mm-hmm. so i mean that's people are looking at that like this is this is the next place to go. People, they've already built out far enough out by kind of like by the Draper area and all this other stuff that people are going like, that's, that's far. Yeah. That's far to drive. That's a whole other world Hopefully out there. well you were telling me all the choices that we have, you said
0: Camas. I just went, ooh. Camas
1: has a, uh, a charter school yeah. up there that is just, it would literally be one of those like, all right, let's move. Let's yeah. move, get a bunch of U-Hauls. But then you have to drive up there. But Camas... Camus is coming into its own right now. Camus has this like event center up there that, like, before the pandemic was yeah. getting like major names coming to their event center. I think it's the same thing with Draper, right?
2: Before Draper became a thing. Yeah. That's where I think Camus is heading. And I think it might be cheaper to be in Camus. Yeah. Currently, right. How oh, far
1: away is Camus? It's right outside of Park City.
2: Yeah. It's like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Yeah.
1: Not too bad. There's it's a whole it's a whole world out there but it's like you know you can live next door to Oprah and Will Smith and <laughs> you, uh, you, people. is your
0: lease still up in September?
1: Yeah, my yeah, my lease is up in September where
2: I'm at my studio. Um so I'm looking for a home too. Yeah. And I would I would love to join the, the Utah Arts Alliance family. Um just need something stable, right? Just need to know. Yeah. 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 And then I think once we get there, um it's it's a bigger thing with with the Utah Arts Alliance, I think that even the creators that are here—I don't know everybody that's here—but there's a reason why I didn't know. It. I'm very involved, and yeah, there's a reason why the word isn't out on on what's going on here, and it's it's it needs to be out there. Yeah, because like I said, this is where a a creative should start. It doesn't matter what you do; everything that we do is art. I don't care if you just sit in front of the camera and talk. That's art. You know what I mean? There yeah. is a visual art part of This, this is audio art. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is something that our community needs to know
1: about, and I love it. I love every single piece of it. Because, yeah, if people, if people even knew, like, if people knew, they're like, oh, my gosh, you can get free paint. Or, oh, my gosh, you can get free paper supplies. You can get this as long as, like, if you're a, if you're a member and you can share all this stuff. And then, like, mm-hmm. hey, over here we have a radio station. Like, if you need to push something out there, there's a radio station right here. Mm-hmm. You want to do an internship? It's Everything's, like, right here as part of the family. Um, but, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I had my um, employee interview, like, because I just barely became, like, yeah. uh, an employee here. Which was, was so cool during the pandemic, <laughs> during the pandemic, because I'm watching all my events and everything else, which is like where I make all my money. Yeah. To so all of a sudden go, like, Oh, shoot, I, this is horrible. And then all of a sudden it was like, Hey, how about you just come on, come on board? So instead of being like an independent contractor, I got to come on board with everything. But yeah, it's, um, yeah, we just see, It's during my employee review. They said like, "What is one thing that we can improve on?" And it was literally just like, "We just need to let people know who we are, mm-hmm. and that we are out there and we are doing everything." And so, like, maybe we get like little Utah Arts Alliance stickers. Yeah. So the next time you go to the <laughs> symphony, it sounds like you say "Utahs." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you bite your mouth. It's dude. Not like you say Utah, it's, it's yeah, Utah Utah Alliance. Alliance. If that's the, if that's the yeah. case, we're all off. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, so even like if we just like put branding on things, God, <laughs> there's like, God damn we gotta change what the, the name. Crap. <laughs> what the crap. Let's go back to your cat killing <laughs> thing. Kind of okay, uh. But yeah, no, if we, if, if we, it's, it's all about branding just to let people know that that's who, that's, who's doing this. Yeah. Like if you're going downtown and you're looking at the giant murals, like the jazz murals and all this other stuff that's on the, on the walls to know that like, yes, we are part of this. We helped out with this. Um, it's, it's something where it's, it just needs to happen. So people know. Why don't you guys brand that more? You guys are here. This is your home. I actually
2: thought
0: about, Why? I actually thought about putting it on We're the, here at on the, the, the Utah Arts
2: Alliance. Yeah. This is what they offer. You need to get involved because if the Utah Arts Alliance succeeds, the other side of the Beehive succeeds. Yeah. Right? So there is also a piece of um, opportunity for creators that are actually here to help that branding. Yeah. I mean, obviously, with your guys'
1: permission. Yeah. Well, one thing we've learned, like uh – being that I was a social worker and social worker, you have to network on everything. Someone's getting discharged from the hospital. They don't have family. You got to figure out like, who's going to take care of this person. How's their lawn getting mowed? How's this? So you have to like network with everybody. So with what I've learned here with the arts Alliance is let's say we're working with you on a project. If we put you on our website that's twenty thousand people more than you. Than you, that, they have no idea who you are. And if you put us on your website, then that's like twenty thousand people that don't know us. Mm-hmm. And so then it just kind of like shares shares the the connection there, and then it just kind of increases. So even if it's like, um, oh, one example, uh, like Rockstar – star rocks. Oh. Hey. hey. Oh. oh, I got my rockstar thing. Anyway, the energy drink, Yeah, energy drink. Okay. rockstar, rockstar. We started to work with them a lot. And so all of a sudden people are going like, what? Mm-hmm. The gallery I've and, now, and we got like four, four, you know, it's like, 100,000 people see it, but only four people come in. That's four more customers than what we right. had before, and they will go and tell their friends. Yep. And we have, like, Nothing But Cakes and Bountiful that we started to do stuff with, and then all of a sudden people are traveling because they didn't know there was a bunch of other Nothing But Cakes. Like, all they're passing them all along the way, but they're going to the one in Bountiful. They're like, we saw you online, or, like, we saw we know there's a promotion going on. And even if, like, they get, like, one customer, one new customer, that's, like, 50 bucks that they didn't have before. Yep. And then if it goes well, so it's a lot about just like sharing. And the cool thing about social media is it costs nothing. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't want to take a risk, you're just going like and stories. Yep, <laughs> and yep. stories are there for 24 hours, and people see it. And so more people see it with like different people sharing. So even if you guys want to do something like that, that's incredibly awesome. Yeah, I yeah. think
2: I think Angel, I think you and Justin, Justin should should talk to them more. You Know get
0: that understanding and, and things like that because it's like an intervention, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but, but when, we think of, when we Come think on. about it, it's also because y- yeah. you know you wanted you, you were thinking about you know maybe it'll, yeah. be, it'll be cool to all be together because we're always trying to work and do skits and do stuff. And do, yeah. when you're trying to, I think, when you try to put everybody together with different schedules and stuff, you know, people got families and stuff that it's kind of hard, but. You wanted to come here, and then there's there's a, a cop. There's another podcast that we know that they're looking for a home, and there's another one that does it from his house, but then he's like, oh, I would love to have a room. And to, to me, I think, it, obviously, it's a, a dream, right? But it, if all of us could be in the same building, I think it would be – especially for what we, we can yeah. create – I think it'll
1: be amazing. I think the the perfect place. I I don't know. I'm still a big fan of the Art Castle, mm-hmm. just because it's built for that. Yeah. I mean, there's stuff like there already. So I'm in pretty much every office there, yeah. they did. I I called the I don't know, I called the Prince method because Prince wired his house mm-hmm. like anytime but we can't also, go in right now. What's it? We can't go in it right now. Yeah, you can go in. I just I'll let you in. Oh, they're doing a ghost thing over there right now. Well, so. never mind make, them. <laughs> Is it Vincent Lord's? that's over there. And somebody else. And somebody with the post piano. Da, da, da. <laughs> because he was just, so anyway, just walking around. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, it would be cool to go over and the there because, like, they, they even design like, their their office space. You go in there, each of them is designed for sound. So if all of a sudden, like, somebody's going, like, you know what? Sports Center, th- there's, like, Sports Center theme too. Yeah. ba 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 ba, ba. there we go write that down and like they'd be like cool all right and they could record it from another room so like the whole place is insulated for sound so right now i have on thursday nights i have bagpipers and drummers just because they were ostracized as soon as Mm -hmm. the pandemic hit they just couldn't go anywhere yeah so we stuck them in that building and it's a sound sound building and so for fun like if somebody's over there taking a tour I'll just come up to the room and I'll go, like, there's bagpipers in this room. And they're like, what? And they're like, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, I get. And so the bagpipers, there's four bagpiper groups in town. Yeah. And so each of them, like, take a different space in the building. And you shut the doors, you can carry on normal conversations, wow. walk around. And so by having podcasters over there and doing yeah. something like that, that's a. I mean, all you really have to do. Oh, and then when they left the building, when Warner Brothers left the building, they left it all wired for for fiber. And oh, so nice. it was this weird thing where they're going like, OK, Jonathan, like, let's take some time. Let's do the networking and things like that. And all it was is like, hey, 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 yeah. hey, we got internet. Got internet. <laughs> it's everywhere. So
0: are they spots uh, available there? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Mm. Let's go see it, right? I'm with it. I mean, everything sounds beautiful. Um,
2: I think that you you got like you hit it on the head. We already kind of beat a dead horse, but just really getting the word out there, and because you guys are already doing dope things, yeah. you know. And and I think uh, as a member of our community, um, I think everybody kind of feels the same way in the sense of we just want our community to do good. Yeah. Right. And you guys are a big part of that, and you guys are the leading front of that for creatives in...
1: Our community and young creators need to know that. Old creators need to know that. Yeah, it's like uh, our urban arts uh, festival. We always like to go super old school, but we we'll like it. We'll get like super old school of just like the people who invented stuff. Like oh. uh, one of our headliners, was Grandmaster Flash. Nice came out, and so it was things like where it's like you're not going to go for like this like the big 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 name one. You're going to go for somebody. That is an artist. Somebody that's a part of the culture does believe Grandmaster
2: Flash is a big big one. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, that, We like, would we, freak out yeah. about, if he walked yeah. into this room right now I'd, I'd shit myself. You, <laughs> you know like, what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's so, exactly
1: right. But Grandmaster <laughs> Flash, like, at the time at the time, I mean, Grandmaster Flash is just like, oh my gosh, this guy's insanely good at everything he does, I guess. But he wasn't like, headlining anywhere. And so when we got him, when we got him I mean, Galvan Plaza was just packed super nice guy and it was fun cuz like he would um he actually did some things like hey what should i throw in <laughs> mm-hmm. and like you could literally just say cuz he's such he's such a good dj yeah you could say like katie perry totally cool
0: yeah. and
1: he could throw it in and everyone would still go nuts yeah and like he just that level of talent that he just knew everything and so like with urban arts festival we always try to go for like old school stuff yeah like people that created the culture when does that come back uh September. Sometime in September. Twenty? Twenty one I mean. Twenty one. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully um, yeah, hopefully landed, we're all <laughs> hopefully we're all cured and yeah, everything yeah. by that time. So we but we're vaccinated. It, so it is gonna be outside and so we're trying to figure out all that stuff. Have you guys so.
2: ever thought about bringing
1: the wrestling match right here in the at the turn right here? We not at the turn, but we did one time do a show over here in the art garden. How'd that go? Uh, it went really well. It went really well. Nice. uh Food trucks and everybody just made a ton of money. It was a lot of fun, but we also did it in the July, which was really oh, bad man. because like the mat was like super crazy hot. Yeah, and so <laughs> and you couldn't water it down because it would ruin the mat. Yeah, <laughs> ruin yeah. the mat. So everybody was wrestling and like everybody's trying to stay on their feet the whole time, which made it kind of lame.
0: Yeah, and they put but, it on their
2: back that like, one, yeah. two, three. yeah. They... Oh, that was. Ah, so bad. But
1: there's <laughs> yeah. You know, we've done so we've done some big shows like for some of the cities and like that's always like when it's outside you're trying to do it under shade and trying to do things like this but no matter how it's the wrestling is this common denominator no matter how classy people think they are or whatever like that all of a sudden you hear somebody with a microphone going like let me tell you something brother Mm. have you come here and there's like oh Oh, and I've, and there's been have, there's been a couple of times where it's like wrestling fans, you know, it's come, we're, we're coming out a lot more where it's like, it's cool to like wrestling again. Yeah. So just, but every once in a while you'll find out that it's like this person who you thought would never like wrestling in the world is like the biggest mark ever. Yep. And so that's always been fun. Like going to like art festivals with wrestling. Cause like, you'll have like a, some mother that's just going like, okay, kids go play on that. All right. Fantastic. Burn it down, yeah. burn it down. <laughs> but yeah, have you fun. watched uh, Have you watched Young Rock yet? You th- oh, that's so good. Yeah, I yeah. love it.
2: Have you guys watched it? Oh, no, I'm I'm a, I'm a huge rock fan. Yeah. So day one, and as soon as I seen it, I was like, oh, we're watching this. The reason why I bring it up is because the whole premise of the show is he's on a campaign, right? To run for president. To run for president. Yeah. Are we seeing a precursor? Do you think the rock to be president?
1: A run. I hope so. Me too. I hope so. Like the whole. <laughs> it'll be so, the
0: so cold. <laughs> that would be so good. The whole job. It'll be a president. You have a crush on.
1: Huh? Yeah, nice. The whole job of like president and all of a sudden the way it works out. I got I got involved in politics a little while ago, and it I'm was sorry. so weird because like I was like there was I, we went up I went up to the Capitol like for this whole March thing one time, and one of my friends now I'm in, I'm in that age now where it's like you know in the 40s where it's like. Your friends are the senators. Your friends are the people up there. And I was like, down with this. This sucks. And, like, one of the senators comes up and he goes, oh, my gosh. So you read the bill. And I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> and he's like, the thing you're, uh, you're protesting against. Tell me more about the bill. Yeah. And I was like, it says this yeah yeah which which number which number of bill was that again and i'm like yeah i'm sorry sorry (laughs) because like and all it is is just and it's a big show it's like they just they get you so then what drives me nuts the most is like during this like the last the last president and this president and all this is like there's these moments where all of a sudden everybody in the world is like i am an independent Mm. i vote for my conscience and i don't agree with any party and then all of a sudden, like the presidential election comes up, and they're like, "I agree with so and so because he's right." And you're like, yeah. "You know nothing about how politics works. You know nothing about these bills." Yeah, and like or like, we got to stop doing this at the border. And so, as a social worker, yeah, it just drives you nuts because someone's going like, "This, that's. Do you need to do this?" And you're like, "Awesome. Will you sponsor a family? Mm. No. Will you help out at all? Like, there, we have a refugee center here." totally work at the refugee center it's like people need to do something with the homeless are you willing to take one into your house are you willing to are you willing to step up and actually do something and they're always like i'm busy or no yeah or the the best part is when you actually get people to work in that community and because like they like um when the homeless uh big situation that happened just like a couple months ago um people were like yes we need to do something and i was like come with me Come with me on Thursday. We're going to go down here. We're going to help out. And then realize, like, oh, shoot, i got to stop shooting my mouth off because this problem is a lot more severe and a lot deeper than I know. So I'm yelling at the mayor that they need to fix the problem, but I'm also crippling the mayor because I'm not allowing them to do certain things. Mm -hmm. And so to really get involved and to really change, it's like a whole big thing. So
2: anyway. Yeah, they just uh – they just went down. What was that 9th South? Yeah, right in front of the, the mural where yeah. there a
1: lot of people were, and I went over there the, the the other day, and everybody's gone now. Yeah, it's yeah. There's a there's a great YouTube video on online. The mayor Menadol had a, like a uh, thing on like what the homeless issues facing Salt Lake were, and it gets. And if you really watch the whole thing, you'll leave going like, oh. Okay, I'm more of the problem, like as a regular citizen, because like you can be you can be nice. Let's say like um uh, like okay like in Singapore, I went I, I went to Singapore and I was like, how come you don't have any homeless? What's going on here? And what it is is they are like we treat everybody like an individual, like so like like you or I, if I went and like put a tent out in front of City Creek, City Creek, like people would come and kick you out. Mm-hmm. They would say you can't be here. But sometimes what we do is we're just like oh. You know, we'll let that pass or mm-hmm. we'll let this happen. So it doesn't help the problem and it doesn't help with solutions. And so, like, if everybody was treated like an individual and, like, this way, things would get things get a little bit done. But if, like, all of a sudden, like, with, like, like putting them out there on that that wear area, yeah. people are like, it's okay, it's okay. But then all of a sudden, like problems start happening drug dealers start thing like someone gets killed there's the fisher brewery gets broken into yeah and then you have to kind of go okay I we have to do something about this so yeah it's a it's a long work there are some solutions yeah. there's some really good solutions out there but it's a lot of solutions that it's the dirty work yeah it's I just want to know dirty work. Yeah. do you think
2: the Rock in his campaign, do you think he says, No, you're and shut your mouth to the person
1: he's running against? I would. He has would. to, right? He could totally win. He could totally win. There was that thing Did you see that? It was like right before Trump It was the Tom it was Tom Hanks and The Rock. Yeah. And like they were up like eighty something percent of like the United States was voting for him. Really? Well yeah.
2: a recent poll just came out, forty six percent of Americans in a survey said thirty six I think it was like thirty six thousand people took this. Forty six percent said that they would uh Vote for The Rock. Yeah. I would be part of that percentage. The reason why I brought it up, though, is because uh, I wanted to know who are, kind of bringing back to the wrestling, Angel's so mad that I'm I talking just, wrestling right now. I don't right care now. about he, he's so, <laughs> he just wants to know if he's going to have a building. Yeah, I just to I want to move my studio. Yes. yes, yes,
1: yes. You have a space. We're going to find something I'm for just kidding. you. Top, <laughs> yeah. top five wrestlers. Your Hulk, favorite. Hulk Hogan just always has been. Um, Watch the porn? Hulk Hogan <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like numerous times It's bookmarking <laughs> in my phone It's on my phone Hulk <laughs> <laughs> um, Hogan The Rock um, uh, I'm, just waiting. I'm just waiting Norman Smiley I don't know I always like Norman Smiley um, uh, Kenny Omega Definitely uh, Young Bucks I think that's it That's, that's four five. That's five. Four, five Was that four? four. That's five Four was oh, that five? Oh. That's
0: five. You? Oh, of course, The Rock. Um, <laughs> number
2: five or number one? And no, no. Oh, number one always. Um, <laughs> Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy was a big part of my my childhood, man. Um, The Rock. Jeff Hardy. Taker. Yeah. Um. Man, shoot! I never think about this. <laughs> it's, it's hard. Uh, I'd put. Oh man. This is hard. Mankind. I'd put McFoley in there. Yeah, All yeah. forms of McFoley I'd put in there. Um, and then I would go I'd go to the game. I'd go Triple H.
1: I'd yeah. put Triple H oh, in there. Triple yeah. H is good. Hunter the one Her thing Sales I've never of... understood about, what, what is this? with the Matt Hardy I always like. Uh, that's just, his, that was his thing. What, what was, it, was, his... was that? I don't know. The suicide? I don't know. I don't know. Ryan, what bo- is that? Bo- da- boom, ba- da- da- boom. Your favorite. So favorite. this is. This is... He did this like I don't know, Matt Hardy was always trying to like himself. No, Matt Hardy was this. Yeah. Yeah, that was Oh yeah, yeah was that's weird. right. But um hey, no. come over here talking to you don't know nothing. Yeah, Jeff right? Hardy was always trying to do stuff and like he'd be like Jeff Oh my awesome. creatures and all this other <laughs> stuff and it's just like it was always things like so every once in a while like very a... artistic though. Yeah on a local on a local level, sometimes, because like we have people come to the wrestling shows, and the way you have to do a wrestling show is you have to tell the story right there and then. You have to have a reason for them to care about the character because they don 't know you at all, so yeah. you have to tell the story of who you are, why they should care, why they should buy your shirt, and who you 're who you're fighting. So, but a lot of like local wrestlers or other people were like, oh, uh, I'm fighting on someone on Twitter. And you're like, nobody cares. Like yeah. nobody knows this is happening. So I always thinking like Jeff Hardy was like in his head was like, I got creatures and I'm going to paint my face green and I'm going to do all this stuff. And then he shows up and he's like, huh? <laughs> and people are like, <laughs> oh, hey, paint his face green. He's like, there's a whole story behind it. Yeah. And you're like, well, where's it at?" You know? Yeah. know so. what he's getting yeah. Bad. He, always, he, he always tried, he
0: always what? tried, bless his heart. I'm doing my Jeff, Jeff Hardy, Hardy dance, you don't fucking oh. see me. Anyway.
2: <laughs> I'm into the conversation. Obviously. Dude, <laughs> John Cena. <Justina.
1: laughs> dude, if you're like John Cena, if you ever meet him in real person, that guy is a monster. Yeah. His, I don't like him with hair, dude. His neck and like, yeah, he, he looks weird that way. Right? Yeah, I, don't like it I don't like him with hair. hair. But I did, uh, <laughs> I, Dre obviously I got also. to meet, got to meet Hulk Hogan when he came here to, uh, fan X, yeah. this whole thing. And they're just going like, "Yay, Hulk Hogan's coming. Like, this is like, this is it. This is your big chance, I guess. And it was weird. Cause like, um, I had worked a lot of concerts and done a lot of things like, and I was always thought like, I'm cool. The only thing I'm not cool around is I'm not cool around like wrestlers. Cause like, that's kind of who I grew up idolizing and thought were the coolest people ever. So, um, I got introduced to Hulk Hogan and like I did not sleep that night just because I kept thinking like don't say the wrong thing. And yeah. I, and I and in my head I'm just going like I'm never going to hang out with this person. We're not going to become <laughs> like best right friends. Thing. We're not going to do this. He's sick. Say what's up brother. God damn it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kept thinking like yeah I'd never like, like hey there I'd never kill you. Uh, uh, I mean um, hey uh, you know. How's Hulkamania? I don't uh, think you're a racist prick. <laughs> yeah, so, so they did this whole thing and they're like uh, hey, Jonathan, meet Hulk Hogan, Hogan Ter- Terrible like yeah. Terrible Leia, meet Jonathan, big fan, like this. And I was like, hey, big fan, can I get a picture? Oh, <laughs> thanks so much. And I left. And people are like, what the? We set this up. Like, we set this up for you to meet him and oh, actually wow. talk with him. Yeah. But I just kind of like, I'm tapping out. I'm tapping out. Yeah. But meanwhile, on the other hand, it's just like that. was like working like with, um, they're like, hey, uh, keep Paul McCartney like talking, or just keep him keep him occupied, or keep so and so occupied, and you can just go, hey, so you have a good trip, you know? How's how things going and stuff like that, and just kind of maintaining, it, I guess. But the wrestlers have always been like, I can't do it. That's weird though, because I feel like you would have more to talk about with the wrestlers than Paul McCartney. Totally would, but like, what are you gonna say? <laughs> like, I don't know. They, I got. Uh, I was doing a... I was getting ready for an event at the Maverick Center and it was... uh, Oh, God. It was Impact Wrestling. Okay. Impact Wrestling was there. And so I was downstairs. I was downstairs and so all the the wrestlers and everybody were walking around. So I'm there talking with the catering and I'm talking with, like, the uh, all the other people. And But every time a wrestler came by, I just would, like... (laughs) Just because it was weird, I'm going, like... Yeah, so anyway, so, yeah, we're going to have, like, 300 people and then that's... Oh, uh, Samoa Joe! Oh, and man. Then, so they're just kind of like after they're just like, should we just have this meeting some other time? And I'm like, yeah. He just got released too from yeah. his contract. Yeah, Samoa Joe. So there was oh, the one cool story. There was this um, we're over at uh the WWE it was uh, over at Maverick Center, and we're all standing outside. And this one kid, uh, like special needs, comes over and he goes, do you guys want to meet the wrestlers? (laughs) And everyone's like, ha, 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 ha. Are you like crazy kid and stuff like that? And I'm always like willing to roll the dice on everything. So I was like, heck yeah. And he's like, cool. So he walks me over. He walks me over and there's a door. There's a door and there's a rock in the door. He opens up the side door, <laughs> we start walking back. And then he's like, Hold on one second. And he punches in the he punches in the keypad code. Oh, wow. The door opens. There's uh Randy Orton Triple H. Oh, There's everybody just right there. <laughs> there. And uh Randy Orton just goes, Daryl, we told you not to bring anybody back here. <laughs> and he's like, sorry. And then I was going, like, hey guys, how's it going? And, and uh,
0: John was like pissing himself, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> like, how's it going? And uh, Triple H, he just goes, Do you want to get kicked out or do you want to watch the show? And <laughs> I was like, oh, I want to watch the show. <laughs> was like, All Was right. he the man at that time? Yeah, was like, He's a he was what is
2: he a chairman or what is what is Triple H right now for the, the
1: COO? 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 Yeah, okay, yeah. So yeah, so he basically, but he was wrestling that day. So he oh, just told just, him. He just he just said like, "Do you want to watch the show or like, do you want to get kicked out?" <laughs> it's, it's like it's like I'll leave. I'll leave. I'll leave. So I went there. I went there, but the whole time I'm just kind of going like, "That was crazy," because you never know. You never know like who's who. He just spit in my face. Yeah. Just pff, one time for me. <laughs> there was a <laughs> just one time. Give me the shower. Give
2: me the AAA shower. Yeah,
1: I learned that in Las in Las Vegas. There was a there was a thing called Apollo Apollo Motors. And uh, I was a social worker and somebody asked me to go check on this. It was a wellness check because I had to check on this homeless person that was like by their thing, I guess. Anyway, the Apollo cars, Cosmo cars, um, they were losing their building because they mm-hmm. couldn't pay their rent and a bunch of other stuff. So anyway, this guy who lived by their dumpster, he's like, well, how much do you need? And they're like, oh, God, like, you know, if we had like a couple hundred thousand dollars, it would totally work. Anyway, the next, time I, the next time I go to do a wellness check over there, there's a nice lazy boy out there that he's sitting in. And what happened was is he was a multimillionaire that, like, just kind of lost it. But his family had a trust fund, so he could only take out a certain amount. But they were just kind of gave up. They were like, oh, he's dad's, dad's lost it. Mm-hmm. So we'll just make sure there's a bank account for him and everything. So he, he walked to the bank, got a couple hundred thousand dollars in cash, and brought it back and gave it to him. Because like he wants to still live by their dumpster.
0: Yeah.
1: So, But they couldn't give – it was a weird little thing where they couldn't give him food. They had to actually put the food in the dumpster and then go like, ah, can't eat any more of this pizza. Yeah, <laughs> and he's okay. like, Yeah. And Yeah. Then he'd reach in and grab and get the pizza. But there's people out there. Like you never know who's who. Yeah. And especially in the music business – you don't know who the producer is. These, and some of these producers are just weird, weird people. And they dress just like the rest of us. They yeah. live in normal houses and stuff, but they are like multimillionaires or they're super successful at what they do. So, someone, no one knows who Dre is. He's got a lot of fucking money, too. I'm just yeah. Dre from Salt Lake. That's it. I'm just <laughs> Dre from Salt Lake. I love yeah. to talk See, to you people, never know. You, you, treat people to you never know. You treat people like, with respect. You never know who's going to be, yeah. who's going to do what. So, treat well, everybody with respect right. and love. What do you got What do you got going on for the
0: rest of the day? So you uh, got to go
1: back to the. Yeah, I got wrestling. Go back to work. Huh? I got wrestling. I got the ghost hunt thing going on. I got a uh, person for Park City. Is that um, what Vincent? Yeah. Tell him Dre said hi. Here, let's take a picture. Say yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, what's, Vince,
2: what's this? What's Vincent's thing? He's, he's like this.
1: Oh yeah. There you go.
0: What's the oh? Uh... Okay, hold on. Get everybody in there. I don't know what this is, but I'll do it. Do the Jeff Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> Got it.
2: That's awesome. All right, yeah. Dre, where can I find you? Um, at Dre Rock on Instagram, D-R-E-R-A-W-K-A. Check out No Ablo Dre Spignol daily That's on right. U92. It's a segment where my man Angel teaches me Spanish because your boys have Mexican, and I don't know a look at Spanish. Me? Yeah. It's, it's tons of fun. We have a lot of fun doing that. Say something in Spanish. Como te llamas. Ooh. Hey! All Ooh, right. There go. Yes.
1: Anything you want the people to know? UtahArtsAlliance.org. Oh, UtahArts.org. Just go on there. You'll find everything about us and just yeah. find what resources we have and how to get involved. Oh, and if you have a space that yeah, can fit. <laughs> yeah. If you have a space, we have, we have backup spaces, but if you have like an old warehouse that's like 30,000 square feet, also not haunted, or a please. school, or something like that. That's what we're looking for. We're looking for a new space to go, yeah. and it doesn't have to be the best neighborhood because we can make it. We can make it a good yeah. neighborhood. This, when we first got this building, this was considered the most dangerous place in Utah. Really? Right on this street. And now. i still thinking. That's why I brought my bag, Winley. <laughs> 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 and now they're going to build luxury apartments. <laughs> so
0: much for Dre. like, yeah, we got to do stuff so for the community anyway. Uh, can you pay attention to my back? <laughs> I, don't, I don't trust anybody around yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, follow follow Brian is. on Twitch. Where is it, Brian? Yell? Twitch.tv twitch slash DJ Bad Boy Brian. That's right. Nice. And uh, you can follow me on the other side of the beehive on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And uh, that's I it. I don't, else? What, I don't
2: know what Flutube is, but... YouTube. sorry. I was going to say <laughs> Flutube. Flutube. Facebook, man. YouTube. That's hey, it. Ma- Make sure you... When I come to your show, better be like, oh, that's Dre. I know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't better, be cool, guy, gonna, guy. and Me. Better bring him on the yeah. ring. Like this. He's going to be
0: like this. Better <laughs> <laughs> bring him on the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Can <Could> you imagine? <laughs> awesome. No, Buddha did it.
1: Buddha did it. Right. Buddha had him like, Buddha, it. Buddha was our commissioner for a while. He's taking a break just because of the pandemic. Buddha's yeah. been here. Buddha's been here? Yeah, Buddha. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 So yes, yeah, so Buddha's uh, Buddha's a good friend. It's like um, I don't know. It's it's something with the Polynesian community here. You think everybody's a, cousin? You think this is a joke podcast? Everybody's okay. cousins.
0: We got some big names here, bud. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yes, yeah, so Buddha's uh, he'll come back. He'll come back once the pandemic is like because it's, it's this weird thing where you have to be like uh, you're you're safe. But you also have that social side of yeah. social media and everything where you never know who's going to say what or what's going to yeah. happen. So, I mean, a lot of us, like, have been vaccinated and we've done everything, but it's still kind of like, well, it could be traveling on your shoes. Yeah. yeah. So why did you talk to anybody? I mean, you're like, life has to go on. Yeah. So what do you guys do during intermission?
2: Uh, raffles. Raffles and signings. So, so you we- guys don't have a DJ? Oh, I know some really dope DJs that I know some
0: really that's That would be the, great. The, no, that's with the culture I'm just saying. That would be great. That would be great. Hey, we don't have to get out of here, but we have to get out of here. So, okay. oh, until next bad. time, check it out yourselves. So we will see you okay. on the other side of the beehive.